0: No,
1: oh, rack, rack like, ball, rack, 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 rack ball, rack. Frankie, long time no see. What's going on? We're back with episode fourteen of the Frank and Dis Show, where passion meets the mic. Um, Frankie, I don't know how you're doing, but dude, I think I just overcame like a like a one day, twelve hour flu or something. Um wasn't hitting me right. I'm still not 100, percent but. Uh, here we are with episode 14. How are we doing, Frank?
0: You know, I'm I'm doing well. I'm actually back home in Baltimore, you know, uh, home from the Grove for a little bit because it's now winter breaks, and I'm back home and can't complain. Had an interesting weekend with the, the Ravens game, but, you know, it was a good time. Watched it with the good old Stewie Moan. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, how have you been? We haven't talked in a little bit. You know, anything you want to catch up on?
1: I'm doing good, man. We'll see my buddies down in Florida. I mean, Place to dream, warm weather all the time. Can't get much better than that.
0: Where in uh, uh where in Florida
1: were you? Some West Palm Beach action, some Ooh. Jupiter action. Me and my buddy my buddy Puis was a great host and allowed us to stay at his little condo, nice little spot.
0: I heard yeah. uh Krusty Picks and uh Angel Investor were there also, so that's a that's a good time.
1: Yeah, and Angel Investor was putting on a clinic like he normally does. Um put on an absolute entertainment clinic and that's what he does best. So that's always great. I love being around him. He's one of my good buddies. So that was a ton of fun. But now I'm back in Maryland for about two or three weeks now. I'm um, going to enjoy some quality fam time, some quality time with girlfriend. I'm um, going to have a good holiday.
0: Yeah, dude. I mean, it's exciting. I mean, what, we're eight days – no, uh, nine days away from Christmas. So, you know, it's getting close to the holiday, holiday season. Everyone's in the spirit. And this weekend I got a uh, nice – like Santa theme, winter theme bar crawl on Saturday down in uh, Fells Point. So that should be a fun time. Uh, it's going to be cool if people are going to dress up in you know, like ugly sweaters or dress up as Santa. So that's all exciting. It only costs like 23 bucks. There's like 10 bars we're going to. It's from one to Where nine. Where is it two. at? In Baltimore? Yeah, down in Fells Point. So this should be a it should be a fun time, you know I mean? When people are doing that, uh, you know, just getting the holiday spirit, you know?
1: Hell yeah, I'm going to uh, Philly this weekend, actually.
0: Seeing the lady friend, right?
1: Yeah, and we're gonna go maybe to SantaCon Saturday night, and then gonna go get rowdy at Xfinity Live Sunday for the Eagles game.
0: Who do they got this week? Washington. Oh, so it's a big game too. That should be fun. Yeah. You know, is she is she gonna be wearing green with you? Is she gonna be wearing her uh, her Giants gear?
1: Yeah, she'll probably wear. She's. I'm. I'm telling her not to wear a Giants gear. That's not the place to be wearing her Giants gear at.
0: She'll, she'll actually be getting made fun of. Like you can't. You can't. Define, you'll be. You'll be encouraging it. I know. I know how you get.
1: We potentially get jumped or some shit.
0: I actually saw a uh, this video. It was a video of a Ravens fan and Steelers fan at the Pittsburgh game and all that. And I did some research to figure out where it was. And my research told me that the Steelers fan oh. only told the Ravens fan to sit down. Cause she was standing up and she got like all pissed and she was like cussing at him. He starts cussing back. Guys next to his young kid. Lady's giving a beer by her friend. And I kid you not, as soon as the fan gets it, turns around, throws it all over the man, dude. All over the man. And the guy's like or kid starts crying. Guys Oh yeah, yeah, dude. That. Yeah, I was like, Oh my god. Like, yeah. that is crazy. Like that. you can't you if you go to an away place. You have to either know the fan base isn't going to attack you because it's not a big rivalry. Like, I knew the Bears weren't going to get mad. But if you go to like Pittsburgh or you're a Giants fan going to Philly, you have to realize these type of fans are going to ruthlessly harass you.
1: Yeah. It's it's just how it yeah. goes. Like, I, I, I don't the, know. And the, <laughs> and the girl's boyfriend, you could tell, was like, oh my God, he's what like, the hell is
0: wrong with you? He's like, we're going to get kicked out. What yeah,
1: the <laughs> beat? But then yeah. the guy who got the beer thrown in his face honestly kind of had a meltdown, bro. Yeah, one like meltdown where I was like, "Dude, kind of calm down a little." I'd be pissed, but like, he had a straight up meltdown. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best
0: way to ever handle it. I was just thinking what could happen to Kate because I I know Kate could get feisty also. So you know, you uh, yeah, my bad, <laughs> I'm <if> him.
1: <she laughs> if she ever threw a beer in a Philly fan's face while we're in Philly, we'd have more problems <laughs> than after this. I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be concerned for like. For like her thought process like i would think she like i think i would yeah, facts, think she, I feel that i feel that I mean, um, like that's straight up delusional like because then you know i'm left getting my ass beat
0: yeah that's true but now you're you're six four almost 200 pounds you're fine you can handle yourself
1: bro there would be massive problems if she turned around and threw a beer in a philly fan's face i will that, say she would never do that she would never do that
0: i will say this though. i will say that um Another thing that's on the radar that's very interesting that comes out this week is the new Spider-Man movie. I'm not sure if you're a Marvel guy or anything like. that. I'm a lone Marvel, but it looks hype. Um, so I I saw this the like trailer and all that. and It looks pretty good. Um, and I'm in this one group me with like bunch of kids from high school, and we I, I sent this like, hey man, it's a it's, new movie comes out. It's Ron Tomato It looks really really good. Like we should we should check it out. By the way, I saw a clip to, like spoil a little thing like it looks hype here you guys go and i sent a clip it wasn't a clip from the movie it was a little gift dude it was a little gift of toby mcguire shooting spider web out but the transition goes to like a girl just on her knees getting you know, like a little uh shot to her face and my I one dude hilarious it, th- those type of gifts are hilarious and yeah. my um my buddy texted me and he was like don't ever send that shit to the group me again i'm just <laughs> like like what the what the hell <laughs> What that's what great. do you mean? Crazy, yeah. crazy is how some people can get so like wound up over just like a little humor and all that stuff. In my opinion,
1: right? Yeah, that's great. But anyway, that kind of uh, leads us into our question of the day. So stumbled upon this across the Instagram, I guess last week. Thought it was pretty funny. Um, so if you could pick one celebrity to have your back in a bar fight, who are you picking from?
0: Now, when you say celebrity, do you say uh, like? like could they be like a tv character or is it like the person that plays the tv character? like like how are we doing this
1: yeah like someone who plays the tv character honestly if i'm
0: gonna all right well there's only one right answer then because i'm just gonna say it's about drive it's about power putting the work putting the hours i'm taking the rock dude come on now really yeah Yeah,
1: i think the rock's a bitch honestly
0: dude that man's mad nah dude that man's tough i'm I'm taking the rock who are you taking
1: then? What, what celebrity would you take you know, dude, I was kind of always against this guy, but then you sent me an Instagram post yesterday. I think I'm going with Jake Paul.
0: I do like Jake Paul, but Jake Paul gets ass rocked by
1: The Rock. Like, I don't, yeah, but dude, he, but at the same time, if you're just getting into a regular bar fight, I'm not getting into a bar fight with The Rock. <laughs> you know what I mean? What you say any, cele- I,
0: would, I mean, you said any celebrity. That's like, I mean, that's why I didn't choose like, like, uh, Francis Nagano. I'm not going to choose like, like one of those guys because then no one's going to want to fight I chose, I chose another big dude but uh, Jake Paul's um, pretty cool Rock, I like that one
1: The Rock would break me in half him just by squeezing my arm like don't get me wrong he's massive but for how massive he is sometimes he seems like kind of like a bitch like he's not that funny
0: I think he's a good actor I'm not saying he's that funny I just think he's a good actor and he, and he went to Miami so he's already about the U so I like him Does then you uh, do
1: like stand up now
0: I don't know that. I don't, I don't keep everything with him. But Jake Paul's pretty cool. I mean, the post, uh, the post I sent you yesterday, you just for our for our fans out there just listening, every single day Diz on here always talks about he doesn't want to prove us wrong. He just wants to prove him right. I'm pretty sure Jake Paul might have been listening because in the caption he wrote, he threw that in there. So just shout out to Diz for getting a little, a little subtle shout out by Jake Paul. I'm just going to say that.
1: Yeah, I actually think he put it he tagged us in it, actually. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tag tags, by the way, on Instagram.
1: <laughs> yeah, he tagged us in the Funk and Diz show. show. Um, so, listeners, be sure to go look at Jake Paul's post because that was pretty ironic. But he also has a big fight this weekend. Um, I've been the anti-Jake Paul, dude, but then ever since I saw that post that you sent me last night, it kind of has me rooting for him. Because he kind of has a point, dude. He is fighting for more than himself. Like, Yeah, dude. He's fighting for a lot, dude. Um, and... It is funny as shit that this random guy just came across and now he's like dominating. Uh, that is pretty hilarious.
0: But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm pulling from also, I mean, I've been like a closeted Jake Paul fan for a little bit, and now I'm just branching out a little more, saying like, no, yeah, I am a fan. Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie, one thing that stood out was like, if we were as successful as he was, I'm not going to lie, we'd probably act the same way. I mean I'd be
1: a huge douche, dude. Are you kidding me?
0: Huge douche. I would I would be like just fucking the sexiest bitches. I'd be add a million dollars. You couldn't tell me anything. At the same time though, you are right. He is fighting for more than just himself. He's he's fighting for as he quote unquote said, the the people who are ever told they couldn't do something. So it's cool. I mean the man's trying to achieve his, his dream. I guess this is what he always wanted to do and I hope he wins. Uh, at the same time though, Tyron Woodley, if he's more prepared, we'll see what happens. I mean, as you know, it just takes one punch to win a fight.
1: Yeah, and this is my thing with Jake Paul, dude. As soon as he gets knocked out, it's over. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. It's his fame and his fightiness. I mean, his fame obviously is never going to disappear, but once he gets knocked out, like people are going to stop buying the fights and like. Yeah, like, I mean, to ask- he really still start to decline because I feel like if he gets knocked out once, he could get knocked out again. Yeah, like,
0: that's how it know. goes. I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, that's like how it goes, though. I mean, if he gets knocked out, he'll be like, "Oh, that's a fun ride." And you know, I'm just gonna. Dude, and on it would be. Day. I'm not gonna
1: lie. It would be hilarious just watching him get knocked out cold. Like I, that would be hysterical. It would. He put
0: he put in a five hundred thousand dollar clause if he gets knocked out. Tyron Woodley gets that. So, like, do you think Tyron Woodley's gonna want an extra half mil, like almost mil, like half a mil? Like, I think so.
1: Yeah, seriously. Um, but that also leads us into uh, biggest loser of the week. Um, obviously, we both could say. Um, Urban Meyer, but we're going to leave that off because we're going to get into that a little bit later because that guy's a huge fucking loser. Um, He's the
0: biggest clown I've ever heard.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> we're going to go with the biggest loser of the week. And, you know, I'm going to go on a limb here, and I'm going to say this is it's Florida State football to me. Um, That's a good one. They lost the number two recruit in the country yesterday to Jackson State um, University. And props to that kid for going to Jackson State. Massive props to Jackson State and Deion Sanders. But if you're Florida State... How do you allow that to happen um i guess they let the recruit go to jackson state's homecoming football game and i feel like if you go to jackson state's homecoming football game and you see deon sanders on the sideline first off you're a cornerback so then you see deon sanders as the head coach um, you're bound to lose that recruit um so i'm gonna go with florida state football they've been on the decline now and now they can't even recruit well which has always been a strength of theirs um and now they're losing top recruits to jackson state university um is just wild to me so i'm gonna go with mike norvell who's probably already on the hot seat of florida state as is um and now he's losing top recruits to jackson state that's a great look for Deion sanders in jackson state it's pretty tremendous and honestly i i was an fbs school like an lsu who was looking for a coach a couple weeks ago i'd probably be calling Deion sanders and trying to hire him um but for Florida State to lose a guy like that, Mike Norvell's seat's got, got, got to gotten a little bit hotter.
0: I mean, I agree with you there. I mean, there's one reason why Florida State's always known as Miami's younger brother, little brother, because Miami's better. Uh, shout out Mario Cristobal, already doing great work. Uh, my biggest loser, uh, I had two takes to go on it. One wasn't going to be Urban Meyer. It was going to be the Jaguars coaching staff because they are losers. But like you said, we'll talk about that later. Uh, number The real one I'm going to say is Chase Claypool. Uh, last week for the Steelers game, and he got a penalty early on, then got benched yeah. and put back in. He's playing pretty well. And at the end of the game, with 30-something seconds left, no timeouts, fourth and one, he gets the first down, starts celebrating. It's Like, dude, you got to get the, there there's levels to this. There's a reason why you see people like Devontae Adams and the Packers run straight to the line, put it down, they get the game-winning touchdown when Pat, when Aaron Rodgers needs 30 seconds. Steelers, you see Chase Claypool going and not doing it. And then the ball gets knocked out of his hands by the offensive lineman. And after the game, waste a lot of time. They lose, obviously. He then talks to the reporters and doesn't blame himself. He blames the offensive lineman. and goes, it's their fault for knocking the ball in my hands. And honestly, he he's just shown time and time again he's immature and he can't handle this stuff. And honestly, he's just a big fucking loser. Uh, Ryan Clark shot him out for his maturity levels, which I agreed with. The other thing I'm going to say is Shannon Sharp then brought a point which – could be like, hey, is Mike Tomlin allowing this? I don't know, because when they're winning, they're all about the dancing. When they're losing, though, they're still dancing. So, I don't know. Mike Tomlin, get together with this guy who wants to play music during practice because Chase Claypool was a big fucking lose- loser. He Went from never hurting, hearing of losing to not being a big fucking loser. Isn't that ironic? Like, I, I don't know. You yeah. tell me. <laughs> since, ever bum. since that tweet, dude.
1: He is a bum, dude. He's like an actual, like, child out there. Um, yeah, He dude. just doesn't get it. And the fact that he did go in and blame an offensive lineman is so cringe, dude. It's like, dude, what are you doing, dog? That was absurd to me. I,
0: I can't believe like I actually can't believe that he did that. Because the fact that he blamed someone else, like, yeah, the offensive lineman knocked out your hands, but he's like, dude, we have to go, there's no timeouts and then you blame him. It's like, dude, you you wasted six seconds by just standing on your knees and pointing in a direction. Congrats.
1: Yeah, and then the first down he his own team and everyone's like, dude, what the hell are you
0: doing? Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Like, I actually hate when players – like, it's cool just to get a first down. Like, I understand it's big. But, like, to celebrate, it's not It's not a touchdown. At the end of the day, that first down can mean nothing. You may not get points on that drive. So why are you – celebrate, celebrate. It's like they celebrate after every little play, and that just kind of grinds my gears also. Like, get the TD. Yeah. Like, think about the bigger picture. Like, it's not just about your fucking stats. It's just a total
1: lack of awareness, dude. It's yeah. weird. Just clown no. shit. No doubt. Um – but anyway, that leads us into our next segment here. So we got some NBA talk. Um, had a pretty big week in the NBA with Steph Curry finally breaking the uh, three-point record. Shouldn't say finally, but because um, nah, he broke it's, a, it's a few games. But it was like three games ago. They're like, Steph Curry's going to drop 16 three-pointers in this game and break the three-point record. And then I think it was like three games after that, and he broke it. Um, but f- for to happen in the mecca of the basketball world in New York City, Um, at Madison Square Garden was pretty pretty remarkable. Um, And Steph Curry, obviously, its I think you're delusional if you don't think this, but he's clearly the best shooter of all time. Uh, And he's transformed the game of basketball, which is pretty remarkable to see. He's had a tremendous career. um, And it looks like he's not really slowing down anytime soon. So I think this three-point record is going to get to a point where it's going to be super, super tough for anybody to beat it. Um, And the only reason somebody would beat is because, again, he changed the game. So now teams are shooting threes 40, 50 times a game. Whereas when he first came to the league, teams were shooting threes maybe 15, 20 times a game um, and really dominating in the post. So it's pretty remarkable to see. But I will say this. I feel like they overdid it a little bit with the celebration um, of him breaking the three-point record. It was like it's not like he broke the points record. Like They pulled the game for like 20 minutes and did like a full-on acknowledgement. And it's like, dude, like it was just a three-point record. It's not like he broke the points record or something like that.
0: That's something Um, LeBron's going to do, I feel like. So that that should be pretty hype. Uh, Yeah. But uh, I'm going to say this. uh, Curry, really, really good. Really great shooter. One of the best, if not the best to ever do it. Uh, My younger brother brought up a good point, though. I mean, Ray Allen, he was the previous holder of the record. Um, I'm going to say this, that if Ray Allen played in today's age or – whatever, was allowed to do the same thing, maybe he could have done a lot better. Remember, he wasn't really able to create his own, like, wasn't allowed to create his own shots. He was told to just sit in a corner and just catch shoot. And if he was able to do that, maybe get gets more attempts. He was only shooting, like, eight threes a game. He wasn't shooting, like, 20-something shots like Curry is. I'm not saying he'd be a better shooter, but maybe he would have made more threes. I mean, the game's changed. Like, it's not Ray Allen's fault he wasn't allowed to just shoot threes nonstop like Curry is. Um, but hats off to him for breaking the record. That's pretty cool. I will say Ray Allen also did look pissed the fuck. That he did break the record. He looked like he was like frowning, and then you saw like Reggie Miller was all happy and all that stuff. Uh, so good for them. Um, that's also going to back my reason why I think Curry is the MVP. Uh, shout out that right now because the Warriors have been playing really, really good. I don't. I forget what their record is off the top of my head. I was just looking at it like before we logged on. I know the Grizzlies been balling out too, 18 and one, but I think, I think the Warriors deserve. Because of what they've done with Al Clay yet they're twenty three and five yeah I'm going with Curry right now, he's just been balling he's on next level
1: Uh, what about you? Yeah I'm going with Curry as well, Um, but you know it's it's funny dude if LeBron had played all of the games Vn sat out he'd be in that conversation as well because if you look at LeBron's statistics they're actually better on the season than Curry's are right now which is pretty ironic yeah but
0: at the end of the day he's also not getting wins.
1: Yeah, but, but when he plays, they are, dude. I think games where he's played, they're like twelve and six. Um, which again isn't twenty three and five, but still. Um, and then but I'm going with Curry as well, I I one, I really hate Kevin Durant. But um, but I really can't stand that guy. But he did have a funny tweet the other day. He I came skip at Skip Bayless, dude. That shit was hilarious. Skip Bayless is probably my least favorite guy of all time to where like if I saw him out in the streets, I might take him, like an assault charge and like punch him right in the jaw. That's the one person you would fight. Guy. You yeah, always say dude.
0: you would never get in a fight, and that's the one person you would fight. Um,
1: yeah, in a heartbeat. <laughs> I I straight up don't watch Fox Sports shows anymore because of Skip Bayless. I'm um, boycotting Fox Sports. Damn. Um, I only and I'm almost I'm close to boycotting ESPN, but um, I boycott Fox Sports because Skip Bayless. So Kevin Durant, shout out to him. He did have a funny tweet at him the other day. Um, but yeah, I'm going with Curry as the league MVP so far. Uh, granted, if Kevin Durant keeps up these triple doubles while James Harden's out with COVID and they keep winning, it will be tough to say it's not Kevin Durant. Um, but again, he's got another week to prove that. So I think this week is probably a big part of the season, even though it's still super early. It's a big it's a big uh, step in this season in the MVP race. Because again, if Kevin Durant can put up 35 a game um, over this next week with Harden out and they're still winning games, it's going to be tough to not, have him leapfrog um, Curry in that MVP conversation. Yeah, you're not um, wrong. Yeah, and then that kind of leads me to my last point in the NBA. So I'm starting to hear a little bit of rumors. Um, the Lakers are having internal talks about trading Russell Westbrook. So, do you think they should make that move already or now?
0: Um, I think ride out a little longer. Why not? I mean, doesn't doesn't hurt. I mean, NBA is a long season. You just got to get into the playoffs and then let LeBron go. Um, Still, what, When? When? when's the All-Star break? Like, January or something like that? Like, they still got time. Like, we're only yeah. mid-December. Play, like, two more weeks, see what happens, and then start trying. Uh, Two more weeks won't hurt to see if it gets better or worse, I feel like. Um,
1: but if it's... I guess my thought is, dude, like, what are they going to get for Westbrook? You know what I mean? It's going to, like, people aren't going to trade another superstar for Westbrook, I feel like. I think
0: they would just want to get a shooter. But, like, AD's not... Like, AD's playing a little
1: better, but it's, like, they need to spread These
0: out the, the problem, court. dude. They, they need spread they need spread out the court that's what they that's what they would need just give westbrook away for like some just some shooter some guy who can help spread yeah, out they would need
1: like two They need yeah. like two pretty good three point shooters maybe um but again i think it's too soon cuz again when lebron plays when the big three plays they're like 13 and 6 or 12 and 6 or something like that um granted they did barely beat the mavericks last night with no luka doncic which would have been a pretty embarrassing loss. Yeah, um, but like
0: yeah. look look at the Grizz without Ja Morant. They're eight they've they're like nine and one. Like it doesn't it doesn't really matter. I mean, some teams play better without it because you don't know who's gonna step up. With Luca there, you know how they're gonna play. Now it's like no Luca there, whole different game plan, whole different offense. You don't know who's gonna be running it through. Um, a little tougher for them. I mean, the Grizz are literally like and nine and one without Ja Morant right now. Like they've been balling.
1: And Luca's not that great on the defensive end of the ball either, so Yeah.
0: So mm-hmm. I mean I think, I think the win is the win that matters. I mean, the guy hit the big shot, that, that white boy. I forget who his name is, but he hit a big shot for them.
1: Um, the Austin awesome Reed, the you know, yeah. drafted rookie out of Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, and Wayne Ellington hit a big shot. UNC represent, baby, one in Natty at UNC years back. Um, shout out Wayne Ellington. <laughs> um, but that gets us into the NFL. Um, we're just going to get right to it. Start with Urban Meyer fired not even one year into his five-year deal um this guy was probably the biggest bum to ever get an nfl head coaching gig from start to finish from hiring the iowa strength coach who was accused of racial acts i think um to bringing in tim tebow as a tight end um to and then the latest report oh to the him in the bar with the girl getting drunk after they lost the game Um, and then the latest report that i think got him fired was the ex-Jaguars kicker said that Urban Meyer came up and kicked him straight up. Yeah, kicked him. dude, that's was And, when, that's and when the kicker, when the kicker called him out, Urban Meyer's response was on the head i co- on the head fucking football coach or something like that is what he said. Like, dude, this guy clowned the whole entire league. And now he probably gets a fat buyout is going to retire and is living pretty lavishly. And realistically, he just seems like a bad dude. Um, Straight up. He just seems like a bad guy. Um And, just symbols simple as that. He seems like a bad football coach, a bad guy, and now he's finally out of a job. And realistically, he's never really been a good football coach. In the college, he was just a great recruiter. So, again, he just had better players than the other teams. He was never really a great coach. I mean, did you um, do you
0: remember what he said, like, at the beginning of the season? He's like, every week it's like playing Alabama. And it's like, well, yeah, because yeah. you're in the NFL, dude. Everyone has a good team. You have to get them prepared. Like, are some teams more talented than others? Yeah, but, like, there's a smaller, like, pool it's not going to be as widespread as ohio state playing maryland like that 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 is a big gap and they match in like ohio state playing fcs schools like in the nfl you're going to go against the best and i've always said it i never thought he was a good coach we were always anti-urban meyer from the get-go you guys can go look back in the p- past episodes uh glad he's fired good riddance hopefully i don't have to
1: see his ugly mug again because he's a terrible human he's a bad person yeah dude the reports of him sort of calling his assistant coaches losers and like making them explain their resume. Is hysterical. It's it's hysterical. At the same time, it's delusional. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. Hundred, hundred, hundred percent hysterical. I was laughing my ass off when I was reading, but at the same time, like, dude, you hired them like that. They were your choice. Like, would, right. you're not you're not going to get a Super Bowl winning head coach on your staff to be your assistant coach or your wide receivers coach. You have to find people who are trying to make it. Like, what do you mean? Why are you blaming them?
1: Yeah. Just a straight up delusional guy. It sounded like, um, and he'll probably never have a coaching job again. Would be my guess, because um, he just sounds like a shitty person. Yeah, um, no, he is. He, he doesn't sound. He is a shitty person. That's what yeah. I'll say. Um, um, so that I wanted to get your opinion. Also, so is the, is the Ravens season officially over? They've just gotten the injury. They've gotten the injury bug. Um, so, like, season like, like, do I think we're gonna miss the playoffs? Or like, are
0: we not winning the Super Bowl type of over? Both um I think we will probably won't win the Super Bowl I mean as you never know though anything happens we get in so I'm not gonna say like 100% done because anything happened I do think we still will make the playoffs uh out of our last four games three of them are home I think we just need win one maybe two and I'm not that scared of Pittsburgh and Baltimore um and then at the same time like we play the Rams we'll see how they do in the cold and then Packers this week is going to be a big big game apparently we're wearing our color rush uniforms and we are 4-0 all the time in color rush so hopefully that's good omens um I'm not confident in the Super Bowl we will make the playoffs but at the same time last time we won the Super Bowl we went in limping in to the playoffs so you never know with the Ravens they always like to play with my heart you know
1: yeah I'm gonna officially say their season's washed
0: you don't think they're making the playoffs
1: I think there's a chance they don't make the playoffs, yeah. Uh, they, uh, they have a tough schedule. They still got to play Green Bay and the Rams. Both at um, home. Yeah, and the Bengals. So if, the, if, if they lose the Green Bay and Rams game and lose to the Bengals, the Bengals are going to leapfrog them in the division. Um, and then next thing you know, they're going to be on the outside looking in in the playoff conversation.
0: Well, no, no, because you're acting like the Bengals are going to win their last four games. The Bengals have a really hard schedule, too, if you actually want to break it down. I'm pulling it up real quick if you just be Yeah, but
1: all they got to do is, like, they could lose every game. They could, But as long as they beat the Ravens, they're fine. Because I I don't see the Ravens winning their next three games against Green Bay, Bengals, or Do You think the
0: Ravens are going to go on a five-game losing streak?
1: Yeah, they're not beating Green Bay. Yeah,
0: no, okay.
1: Yeah, all right. They look terrible, dude. They look straight-up terrible. You
0: can't say we look terrible. Our defense has been playing fine for the most part.
1: They looked better when, when Huntley was in. That's why I'm well, saying- I I am not concerned. I'm not saying they didn't.
0: That's, that's the question that. I have for you. Does Baltimore have a quarterback controversy? Uh, no, I don't think so. Because if we if if they decide that Huntley's the future, I think John Harbaugh's gone then. Because I think he's too <laughs> I think I think he's too attached to Lamar. It's not because he drafted Lamar, but I think he's too attached to him. Like he's like that's my boy. Like they, I don't know. They have a weird relationship. It looks like like they really ride for each other. Um, I don't think we have a quarterback issue yet. Because at the same time, I mean. Huntley's only played in three games in his career. Started one, subbed in for a second one, and um, until Lamar proves that he actually can't score points and do what he does, we won't have an issue. Uh, has it yeah, been ugly. Was- has it been ugly the last few weeks? Yes, but I mean, hopefully he figures out. If not, if we go, if we do go on a five game, six game losing streak, and Lamar's at quarterback, then we will have an issue.
1: But yeah, if that absolutely. doesn't
0: happen, we won't.
1: I just want to remind our listeners that Carson Wentz played a game earlier in the year with two sprained ankles, um, and the quarterback for Baltimore to be carted off the field in the locker room with one mild ankle sprain.
0: Well, actually, so it's I more than mild because he may not play this Sunday, so that's a bad take. But at the same time, I mean, it doesn't it, it matter, Lamar. They say, you, an you know, I'm glad. You know, I'm just going to say this for everyone to listening, just because you you pushed a button. The NFL today, the NFL today. If you're supposed to tell the history of the NFL. Needs Lamar in there. You don't need to talk about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is, you take him out, NFL doesn't change. You take out Lamar, bro, there's history with Lamar. He's already broken records. Carson Wentz's name is irrelevant right now. From 10 years, people were like, all right, Carson, who? Still going to talk about Lamar? Like a Michael Vick effect right now.
1: I don't know about that.
0: Oh, come on. Stop agree. it.
1: What is Carson Wentz? What is, what is Carson Wentz's like, like career on the incline in Lamar's? careers on the decline
0: No, you know careers on the decline josh allen's career is on the decline how can you going to say lamar and the ravens are in the decline when the bills look a lot worse
1: well the thing with the bills do they have no running game their quarterback is getting the most rushes per game in the entire league or i mean an entire team that's their running game is to have the quarterback run the football so that's the problem with the bills is they have no running game at all i think josh allen had like 11 carries for like 110 yards last game and they, the rest of their running backs totaled like eight carries oh, or something like that. So that's the problem with the Bills. They're expecting their quarterback to be able to throw it 50 yards down the field, um, and that's just not how things operate in the NFL nowadays. If you got to ask your quarterback to throw it 50 times, chances are you're not going to win. Um, and that's the Bills' biggest problem right now, is they're expecting the quarterback to be able to throw 50 times. And a running game is extremely important in the NFL today because then it opens up things in the pass, It keeps the defense a little bit on their toes. But then most importantly, when you're playing against a great team like Tampa Bay, it keeps the ball out of the other team's hands because you're able to milk some clock, move the chains a little bit, um, and run the, and run the football. And that's what Buffalo's problem is. Especially a cold-weather team like Buffalo, you would expect them to be able to run the football. Like, that's a GM problem. How do you not have an offensive line and a running back that can effectively run the football when you're in Buffalo? You're playing in cold weather. What do you – like, you saw two weeks ago the weather they were playing in. you got to be able to run the football, and they just simply can't do that. Um, they're probably the only team in the league that, if they were playing in that high winds in Buffalo, the only team in the league that would throw it 25 times in that game.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, they are struggling, and I don't know, man. Do do they miss the playoffs? They're not winning the division anymore. I lost faith in them ever since that bullshit. Um, I still think the Colts beat the Patriots this week. I'm just going to throw that out there earlier. But I don't think the Bills can catch them still. Um, another game I want to shout out is the Cardinals and the Rams. I do want to shout them out because the Rams did something that I did not think they were going to do. I did not That's think.
1: And Stafford hush the haters. Hush the haters.
0: I thought they were going to win. But what they did there, they look They look so much more dominant. They look so much better. So hats off to them. I think that's Matt Stafford's first win ever against a team that has five games plus a 500 for the record. Like they were like 10 and five. He was like 0 and 17 against them. I think he's 1 and 17 really? now. So like good for him. Hats off to him. Great win. Um, the thing I'm gonna say is nerve wracking though about the Cardinals is the fact that on the road they're 7 and 0. They have like two or three turnovers. At home they're like three and three like 11 turnovers, 12 turnovers, like they're just not good at home. I don't know why. How are you not good playing at home in front of your fans?
1: Yeah, yeah, that is a crazy stat, honestly. Um, But also their (laughs) offensive line, interior offensive line, looks pretty weak. Um, And when you're going against the NFC, the NFC has some pretty dominant pass rushers. Even Dallas has a pretty awesome pass rush. Um, Rams obviously have an incredible pass rush, especially on the interior. Um, so when they're able to just have their DNs rush to the outside, keep Kyler in the pocket, and then they're able to dominate on the interior pass rush, it really gives the Cardinals problems. And that's the weakness of that team is their guards and centers aren't very good. Um, that's going to be a problem with them going forward. Cause when they get into the playoffs, chances are even the Eagles have a pretty decent pass rush, especially on the interior. Um, so, when they get into the playoffs, say they have to play the Eagles, which is a very likely possibility. And now DeAndre Hopkins is out for at least the rest of the regular season, possibly the playoffs. Um, so now Darius Slay gets the guard an AJ Green or Christian Kirk. Um, and you're not able to run. James Conner had a big night, but a lot of it was receiving. Um, so when you're not able to dominate the interior of the offensive line against some of these NFC teams that have a really good pass rush, like the Rams, the Eagles, the Cowboys, um, <laughs> It's, it's going to cause problems once they get in the playoff time. So I see what you did there. Right now, they they, they might be the Rams, are, I mean, the Cardinals might be pretenders. They might be uh, one and done. They might get in as the two seed or the three seed, might be one and done in the playoffs. Because even the Niners, too, the Niners, if they get into the playoffs, they have a good pass rush as well. So I just don't think they're going to match up very well with any of these NFC playoff teams if they do get in.
0: Yeah, I don't think they would match up well with like, the Rams, the Niners, the Packers, uh, the Cowboys. Um, I don't think they would match up with it. No, don't, don't do that. But why? Tony Hargrave,
1: Hargrave and Fletch. Fletch has been having a down year, but Hargrave and Fletch on the interior. You guys aren't even in the
0: playoffs yet. Worry about Washington this week. They got to like, win this week, and then they will be. Worry about Washington this week. You know, until you're until you're actually in the playoffs, let's not let's no, not talk about the that.
1: Difference. This is the difference between Eagles and Ravens fans. I look for the future because it's Super Bowl bust for Philly. Super so it's a bust Bowl.
0: year for you guys because you're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. You don't know
1: that. You don't know that. How are you (laughs) going to come at the Ravens
0: when we're in the playoff picture right now, winning our division, when you guys aren't even in it? Like, how?
1: If they win this week, they are.
0: Yeah, and if we win this week, we're still winning our division.
1: Okay. Well, they got to beat Green Bay.
0: Oh, and you got to beat Washington. It looks pretty hot right now.
1: Washington looked terrible last week against Dallas.
0: Yeah, but Dallas is a lot better than you guys.
1: Uh, Nah, because Dak sucks. We have the better quarterback. The Eagles now have the best quarterback in the division. The Eagles are the quarterback factory. Uh, they call they call Philly the quarterback factory. They
0: call Philly a shit show because that's what it is right now.
1: No, what everyone's saying is they're the quarterback factory because they got Hurts and they got Minshew.
0: <sighs> Damn. That's I don't crazy. know, man. I'd rather have Lamar and Huntley, but that's just me. Um, so, and Hurts we trust, baby. Yeah, and Hurts, yeah.
1: <sighs> Look where he's gotten you so far. Six and seven? Anyway. Yeah, he does, I and mean, he'll be just fine because they finally found their identity. Nick Sirianni figured it out found their identity, and they're about to dominate running the football. They have one, top three offensive line in the league, rush blocking at least. Rush yeah, blocking, I,
0: I I think blocking. I think against, like, mediocre teams, like the Bills run defense, you guys could do that. But, like, against a good run defense like the Ravens, I don't think, like, you'd be able to run the ball. Passing, you might be successful. but Running
1: the ball, we at least stop that. I mean, sure. I mean, you know, my own problem with the Eagles is they're terrible at something. And I think to win the Super Bowl, you can't be terrible at one thing. You have to be like you can be solid at everything or like great at something but you can't be terrible at one thing because these teams are too well coached nowadays to where they'll just flat out expose it um you saw it with buffalo in new england um and you you saw it again with tampa bay and buffalo tam bay was just sending blitzes knowing buffalo couldn't protect it and knew knowing that buffalo wasn't going to run the ball because they can't And the next thing you know um they jump out on a big lead on them. granted buffalo was able to claw back into it and still lost but you can't be terrible at something and expect to win the super bowl and right now the eagles are pretty terrible at rush defense um so if if they're going to be that bad at rush defense if they can get that cleaned up um and not just play some sorry ass safe defense and clean up the rush defense aspect um i think they're gonna be all right And next thing you know they're gonna be the nfc super bowl favorites hey what's it
0: called um the other thing I want to ask is this: So does this mean that you think that the Rams or Packers are the front runners of the NFC now? Or
1: yeah, I think the Packers are the front of the entire league. If I had to place a bet on who's going to win the Super Bowl today, I'd put a lot of money on Green Bay because again, they don't have a weakness. Green Bay does. Green Bay's been hurt all year. No one's talking about that. Green Bay's been hurt, so hurt all year long, and they have are not terrible at anything they're the most complete team in the league they can run the football they can pass they can they're obviously they got aaron Rodgers. they have probably the best wide receiver in the league who's great at route running um their running backs can catch out of the backfield and then defensively they can generate a pass rush and their secondary is pretty damn good as well the only weakness that green bay has is special teams special teams are terrible at which at the end of the day could come back and bite them in the ass um, especially in you know, the playoffs, Mason Crosby's got to come in for a game-winning field goal or something. Or <laughs> not confident. Yeah, not confident at all. Or your guy muffs a punt at a big crucial point in the game can cost you the game. Um, so that's the only thing that I think could really bite Green Bay in the ass is they're terrible at special teams. But um, on both sides of the ball, when it comes to offensive defense, there's there's nothing that they're really bad at.
0: Well, I will say this though. I mean, I was the the guy who said beginning of the year I had the Packers making the Super Bowl, so. Hat off to myself for that vision, because I agree with you. I think they should be the favorites right now. And then going back to the AFC, I think it's the team I've been saying all on also ever since the Raiders started to get hurt. The Chiefs. I think we're I think we're both both can agree that the Chiefs are the team, to still the class of the AFC. I think they still look really good. Patty Mahomes just takes, as you can see, what he did against the Raiders, just takes a little bit, and then he's back. And their defense has been like the number two defense in the league since like week eight or week nine. Like they've been like holding teams like 13 or 14 points per game, like dogging kids like they're 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 being a complete team also they're not a full complete team because it's not as pretty as the Packers I'd say but they're damn near close back to how they were and it's a little scary because I don't like it however as you guys know each week's different with the AFC teams no team's completely dominant so we'll see how they do uh this week when they play
1: yeah I think that's what scares me most about the Chiefs is it used to be Pat Mahomes has got to throw 300 yards four touchdowns and that was a recipe for winning and realistically Now Mahomes is to just play decent and not turn the football over. And their defense, the way they've been playing, um, their chances of winning, if he does that, is pretty strong. And I'm pretty confident that he can do that. Um, So, again, if I I was a bet man, I'd probably say it's going to be at this point in the year, I'm going to say Chiefs-Packers would be my Super Bowl prediction. Um, But at the same time, I could see the NFL stepping in and saying, whoa, 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 Um, we're going to make this call go this way, this call go that way, and we're going to make a Patriots-Bucks Super Bowl happen. No, they they don't want that, bro. yes, they do, dude. That's their money making. That's their money making game right there. You don't, Tom Brady versus New England in the Super Bowl. If that were to happen, I would actually start to believe the NFL's is rigged. What about what about Rogers versus Mahomes, bro? Everyone would rather see Tom Brady versus Belichick in the Super Bowl. I'd rather see. Imagine that. I'd rather Imagine see. Super no, Bowl. dude.
0: Or oh, Rodgers versus Bel Belichick. Dude, I don't need Brady in there. Come on, bro, man. dude. That's I don't what need Belichick in there.
1: And you know how hyped up that game would be if it was Brady versus Belichick, and I—that would make the NFL so much money, dude. So much money. I wouldn't watch. I wouldn't want to. Like all in LA hype. too. I'm sure the Super Bowl is in LA, so it's Belichick versus Brady in LA. That's that would solidify the um, the Super Bowl would be locked in. I mean, the money making for the Super Bowl would be locked in. The NFL would be making so much dough, dude. It'd be unbelievable. Is that what you want? I mean, I—I I mean, obviously, I wanted it to be the fucking Eagles. No, no,
0: but I'm saying, like, if the Eagles can make it, is that what you want?
1: Yes and no, because if it were to happen, it would truly make me believe the Eagles. No, NFL's because working.
0: Patriot fans would be the biggest fucking cocksuckers out there. I don't want that. Fuck that. I hope they go one and done, and I think they will because they're overrated also. Yeah, see, You'll see, 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 see this week, Jonathan Taylor and Carson Wentz and company are going to yeah, do what buddy. they do, baby. Hell yeah, he they are.
1: That's what I would want. I would want Eagles versus Carson Wentz, and that would be – Oh, I would love cool. that because Carson Wentz would dice you guys the fuck up. No, he would not, yes, dude. He, yes, he would. would lock down Pittman. No, it wouldn't John, matter because Jonathan Taylor's going to run for and days. And you'd Taylor have plan to love the bye. You'd um, have to love the buy. They'd load get Wentz, and they sack his ass in the turf and say – Have a long ride home, buddy.
0: All right. So that's what you have for the Eagles. Who would you want if the Ravens make the Super Bowl? Who would you want the Ravens to play?
1: The Eagles. Absolutely the Eagles. Besides the
0: Eagles. Besides the Eagles.
1: Dude, if the Eagles played the Ravens in the Super Bowl and the Eagles won, I don't think you and I would be friends anymore. We'd have to cancel the show. I no, I, it would just be so. It would just be the disc show. I would just I'd be, yeah. I'd be like sending letters to your house every day, like once a week.
0: You want to know where oh, I live? God. So it's okay. You'd you know be like
1: I'm... six years from now, and you'd still be getting letters from me.
0: And what if we played? What if we written?
1: Handwritten, like postcards, would be sent to your house. Dude. What, would, what happen would happen if you guys
0: lost? I wouldn't be writing letters to you, but but what would you do? Would you not be able to look me in the eyes? And just know that I'm better than you.
1: No, because I'd be like the Eagles, we underdogs, or even should have won. You always say Lamar Superman, so how do you not win? Of course he won. He's Superman.
0: He is. He is. He is Superman. I will agree with that. My man, my man found his kryptonite and hopefully he can battle back. Um, but I guess that, I guess, I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about the games from uh, this past weekend or not really?
1: No, that kind of leads us into our NFL preview. Um, I know I got a big week coming up from the NFL because we got fantasy football playoffs. Um, I know Franke, your team, ended up not pairing, pairing out too well. Um, yeah, but- my team
0: was kind of like, like, they kind of
1: sucked. Like, it was such but a team. But it tease. was good at the beginning of the year, wasn't That's what I'm it? saying.
0: They were good at the beginning of the year. And then out of nowhere, I mean, I did get some injuries, but it's like, they just, they just, like, shitted the bed out of nowhere. I went from, I think, like, honestly, like, scoring, like, not many points after we started bringing up, like, week five, week six. I just went, like, down like that. Um, shout out my other leagues, though. I made, of of the playoffs, I made three of
1: them. All right. How many leagues total are you in, four? Six. Uh okay. Yeah, I win
0: 50% too. Wow. I, I have one more, and it comes down to this week because we only do one-week playoff playoffs okay. instead of two weeks. So if I win this week, I'm in. Uh, but in this one league, dude, I, just had to, I had to win and need someone to win and outscore the person, and it just didn't happen. I had like an 8% chance. But, yeah, I mean, our league, though, I'm looking at it, it's literally just like my roster is just so beat up. Like Derek look, at the play, uh,
1: look at the playoff matchups. Tell me who who do you think's the favorite? Who do you have? My team. I. Got Are you playing Louie? Yeah, I got Pooh. I feel like I feel
0: like it's gonna be you versus uh, Dave.
1: Yeah, buddy. I'm liking my chances, baby. I got, but I need a big night out of Tyree Kill um, tonight. And uh, need need Tyree Hill to outscore Keenan maybe Allen. Joshy. Actually, maybe Josh. Actually, maybe Josh. Josh's team goes off
0: also randomly. Like, his team's so inconsistent.
1: Dude, he snook into the playoffs, though. He got some incredible. Like, I texted him yesterday and was like, dude, you got into the playoffs. And he didn't even know he was in the playoffs because he just snuck in through the back door somehow. Yeah, know. he
0: shouldn't have made it, dude. And he, he pulled it off in the last week by yeah, winning because someone lost. James
1: Connor, James Connor went off Monday Night Football um, and it allowed him to outscore someone to get into the playoffs, which is pretty. Pretty crazy to see Nick. Uh, yeah, he beat Burger. That's how because Burger's just to make it. Yeah, and he had to outscore him by forty points though, and yeah. he did. Yeah, because of James Conner went off. But I'd probably say I'm the favorite going into the playoffs for sure. You were, um, you were, you were Dave. Dave, Dave's yeah. team's good.
0: His team because his team. Your Your team started slow. His team's been consistent all year.
1: Yeah. True. My team sometimes, though, will have weeks where it's like they only get 95 points out of nowhere. That's what I'm saying. His, his
0: like very
1: consistent. That's, He's that's... a consistent 120, 130 kind of guy, you know? But then I'll have weeks where I get like 170. Um, and that's why I have the most points for in the league. I, cause I mean, like,
0: no, no offense to, no, no offense to our, our friend, uh, sweetness, but I, I don't think, uh, his team is going to really beat yours. I think his team, like, I don't really trust Stefan Diggs. I mean, like, Keenan Allen, we'll see. His he's,
1: team, his roster is not as good as his record shows. I agree with that. Like Russell Wilson, Wilson's his
0: quarterback, dude. Like I don't understand how he even has eleven and three. Eleven and three, yeah. It's amazing. I'm
1: eight and six, and he's eleven and three.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because he played my three and eleven ass so many fucking times, probably.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's like, dude, I have the number one, the number three, and the number four ranked wide receivers on my lineup. Like Cooper Cup is a guaranteed twenty-five points every week. Yeah. Um The lowest amount he's scored is eleven points, and that was in week four. Um, and then other than that, he's gotten over twenty every week besides two. I think in my one league, dude, we just do like I don't
0: understand. Like, what what do you prefer more? Like one week or two week
1: playoffs? Uh, I kind of like the two week, but at the same time, I if we did the two week, I wish we weren't doing it the last week of the regular season because it does suck when you get to the last week of regular season and say like Green Bay has the number one seed already locked, so they bench Devonte Adams or something like that. Like that shit is so annoying.
0: Yeah, that happened to me one year. I mean, the worst for me is like the past two years, I could have won my my like family league uh, championship. I lost in the champ. I was up the first week, and then the second week would happen. And the Ravens would have a big, big home game and I would go to the tailgate, get really, really shit faced and completely forget to set my lineup and get blown out the second week and just blow the championship away. I was like back to back years, dude. That's how I lost my family league. I just forgot to set my lineup for the second week because I was hammered for the Ravens. Oh geez. Yeah. That's
1: brutal. Um but anyway, that kind of leads us into our pickles Um go dis bets in fantasy football. Um I'll keep you updated on if I win the ship. Maybe I'll donate some money to the uh podcast. I would, I would love if you could donate some money to the podcast. Maybe some winnings will go to buying us mics. <laughs> if I, I'll, I'll, say this: if I win both of my leagues that I'm in the playoffs in, I'll take some of my winnings and donate them to my to buying us mics. I,
0: I will also. I think I can win what, my one league for money. My other league's not for money; it's free. That means, yeah. One
1: if I win both my leagues that I'm in the playoffs in, I'm buying us mics. Perfect. Uh, donate proceeds. Uh, but that gets us into our pick So it starts off Thursday night football. This is probably one of the bigger Thursday night football games we've had throughout the year. Um, Chiefs versus Chargers. Both teams look like they've kind of hit their stride a little bit. Chargers look like they're looking good. Justin Herbert's looked great the last couple weeks. Um, and uh, Mike Williams is starting to pick it back up again. Um, but then you have the Chiefs defense that has been pretty – Pretty consistent recently, but I think Chris Jones might be out, which is a big key part to their pass rush, especially. Um, And I witnessed firsthand the Eagles gave Justin Herbert way too much time, and I watched him pick him apart. And the Chiefs can't get a pass rush to Herbert. It might be a longer day for their defense than it has been in previous weeks. So we're on Chiefs-Chargers start. I'm going with the Chargers in this game, slowing down the Chiefs' hot hand a little bit. I think Herbert comes in and says whoa, 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 Mahomes isn't that much better than I am. Um, And he closes that gap tonight in a big game. Um, Mike Williams goes off. Um, Hopefully, again, Tyreek Hill goes off as well. But I'm going with the Chargers in an upset pick here.
0: And I am doing the exact opposite of you. I'm going with the Chiefs because – Mahomes and company look red hot he's finding his groove last week against the Raiders he shows what he's going to do and at the same time the Chargers defense has been shown to be inconsistent at some points and same with the Chargers offense I mean the Ravens shut them down in week four when they played week five when they played and I think it can happen again especially with a the Chiefs defense is playing I told you since week eight week nine they've been like the number two overall defense in the league they've been holding their opponents to like 14 points per game I'm going to roll with the Chiefs and yes there'll be times where Uh, Herbert's going to look good, but I don't expect him to go for like 300 yards and three TDs. I think it's going to be, he's going to have to earn his numbers and it could frustrate me as a fantasy owner, but he's going to have to earn his numbers.
1: Fair enough. Either way, I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah, it Uh, should be.
0: Yeah. It should be a great game.
1: Pretty excited to watch it. But anyway, that leads us to our next game Saturday night. Um, this is the game of the year for Carson Wentz as he's at home playing against New England. Um, This is huge for the Colts' playoff implications, and I really think this is a game where Carson Wentz can kind of hush some haters a little bit and say, wait, 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 I'm back to that old MVP form of Carson Wentz that we're used to seeing. Um, And I'm going with the Colts in this game to win on some Saturday night football. We always love some good Saturday night NFL football. Um, So I'm going with the Colts to pull this one out and really come back, and I think they're one of the scarier teams in the AFC. But – the same time, they have a tough stretch of games, and they, it starts winning this one against New England. Um, so I'm going with the Colts in this one.
0: Uh, I'm picking the Colts also. I mean, I can't really back out because I've been screaming at all podcasts and the previous ones that the Colts <laughs> were going to win. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor and the offensive line are going to run for days, and, yeah, then Carson Wentz is going to do his little play-action pass and throw it over the top. Um, no more than that. Keep it simple.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then we got – um, Sunday at 1 o'clock, I'm actually just hearing rumors from my brother. He's claiming that uh, Washington has 18 people out with COVID now, um, which I haven't seen anything about. But I'm going to have to do some digging once we get off the line here. Um, but he had texted me that mid-show because he's concerned the games going can to be canceled. So if Washington has 18 people out with COVID, they better still play the football game because now the Eagles have a, have a great advantage. Um, but Philly at home against Washington – um, hurts is back. It hurts me trust. Oh, and the line did just change to minus seven and a half. So I guess that is true um, that Washington has that many people out due to COVID because I just saw the line change to minus seven and a half, which it was minus four and a half. So that's a pretty big swing. Um, so I'm going with Philly in this one, um, and they're going to sweet, uh, put themselves in a playoff spot with a win here. Um, and they're really going to be looking good because then they got uh, the Giants next week, which you hope they win. Washington maybe loses again. Um, but they need Minnesota to also continue losing as well. So I'm going with the Eagles in this one to beat um, Washington at home. Uh, it hurts me trust, baby. It hurts me trust.
0: Yeah, I know what I was saying earlier in the show about the Washington football team looking good and all that. That's just to while wow you up. I'm actually going to take the Eagles in this one also just because divisional games at home, you, they're must-wins, especially if you want to win the play- make the playoffs. And I think this is a, makes it a little more interesting. I think – Hurts coming back will do well. I think Sanders can do do his thing. Um, going to be a close game, low scoring affair, though. I don't think it's going to be like a high 20s, probably like 20 to 17, 20 to 14 final, something like that. Unless Taylor Heineken just decides to ball the fuck out for no reason, which has happened before. But
1: in the Eagles, yeah. I believe. I will say, dude, the pressure has got to be on Hurts a little bit um, with the way Minshew played last time they were on the field. Um, <laughs> Bless excuse you. Me. All right. Um, the pressure's got to be on Hurts a little bit, um, especially playing at home. Philly fans will call for Minshew Mania quickly. He goes out there and has another four-interception game like he did against the Giants, but yeah, I don't see not, that yeah. happening. So, Next up, we got um, Bengals-Broncos, two extremely inconsistent teams. One week, each team will look great. The next week, they'll get blown out. Um, so, again, this is another huge game for playoff implications um, in the AFC wildcard race. Um, and for the Bengals in the AFC North, especially the Broncos look like if they get in, they're going to have to be a wild card team, but they got to start winning games. And this start it starts with this week against Cincinnati, but I'm going with Joe Burrow. It seems like Joe Burrow seemed to improve week in and week out. Um, and realistically, every game I try to go with the better quarterback um, outside of obviously to do that against the Chiefs Chargers, but um, sometimes you just got to go with the better quarterback in these pick 'em games, and Joe is probably the better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater especially, um, and it looks like the Broncos are still a quarterback away from being serious contenders, um, so they're able to get an Aaron Rodgers or something this offseason or Russell Wilson this offseason, I think they're going to be serious contenders quickly because um, they got a pretty good roster outside of their quarterback position, um, so I'm going with Cincinnati um, to beat Denver in this game. That would suck if like Russell Wilson came
0: to the AFC. Mahomes would also be like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like another one in my own division?" That would yeah. if, that, be... if
1: Rodgers leaves, dude, I think he's going to go to Pittsburgh or Denver.
0: That would be terrible. Um, I'm actually going to choose the Broncos though because I think, however, Joe Burrow looks good. He does have times where he goes inconsistent. I think the Broncos D can probably do some well. And at the same di- time, I mean, Gordon's been balling all for the Broncos. Shout him out. And I also need the Bengals to lose so my Ravens have a chance to win the division still um, because I can't have them be red hot. Uh, so I'm going with what I need to happen to be happy, and I also just think for some reason the Broncos are going to win. That's my only reasoning.
1: Okay, fair enough. Um, and then we got late-game action in M&T Bank Stadium. We got Green Bay versus Baltimore. Um, like you said, it, I last I heard Lamar was playing. Um, if he's not playing, it's probably a wash. I mean, he was
0: listed as his day today, so like – We'll see. I mean, I think he will play, but at the same time, you you don't. We
1: don't know. Yeah, I'm still. I'm going with Green Bay in this game, and quite frankly, I think it might be a route and a huge day for Devontae Adams because with the Baltimore, no offense to Baltimore, but with their cornerback injuries, Devontae Adams is the best route runner in the league. You even put an all, even if they had Marlon Humphrey, you put him on Devontae Adams, he's still probably going to have 80, 90 yards because he's that good. And now you have a guy that might have started the year on the practice squad. Who is guarding Devontae Adams um, in this game? And I think Baltimore's defensive coordinator might have their hands full trying to guard him. Um, but then they also have, they probably have the best running back tandem in the league, Green Bay does, between A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Because um, A.J. Dillon has looked like he's a pretty legit potential number one back in the future. Um, so you got those two, that two-headed monster to deal with, and then you add Aaron Rodgers on top of that. Um, I think it might be a long day for Baltimore, and I'm going to go with Green Bay wins by 20 points plus.
0: Yeah, I'm going with the Ravens. I just think being at home, Ravens, I need it. Um, I, I do think, though, that the Packers are probably going to do well, but I, I don't think as well as you think. I think their run game's not going to be as explosive. Will they yards Yeah, They'll probably be, like, around 100 yards, but, but not, like, more than that. I think the big factor is Devontae, but we'll see if the – Packers can handle our blitz I mean if we get into the pocket game the face of Aaron Rodgers early he will struggle um so that's what the Ravens are going to need to do and then just keep the ball out of their hands and hopefully we can just eat the clock up um yeah I mean it would really ruin my day on Sunday if it was a 20 point blowout that I'm going to uh so I hope that doesn't happen yeah I don't think it'll be at the game yeah I'll be at the game I don't think it's gonna happen but that would have really, like, ruined the mood if, like, I just see a bunch of Packer fans celebrating Baltimore, screaming a bunch of bullshit while they're up 20 points to us. I would be very upset.
1: Yeah, well, I, I'm not liking Baltimore's chances. They're funky.
0: Well, I mean, other than that,
1: all all I got to say is
0: this. I saw um uh, this for the little wrap-up before we go. I saw this little podcast interview with Jake Paul's older brother, Logan Paul, and he's interviewing these... uh. These two guys, you know the Island Boys? Yeah. Like, I am an Island Boy, like, whatever the fuck it is. They were on there, and one of Jake, one of Logan Paul's, like, workers was, like, like, hey, man, but, like, do you have a backup plan if your music industry doesn't work out? Like, what are you guys going to do? Like, what are you trying to say? It's, like, maybe you could sell your, like, your jewelry and, like, get a lot of money to, like, invest in and, like, to help yourself out in case the music just, like, falls apart. And the two Island Boys looked at each other like, Fuck you, dude. Stand up and just like start cussing at him. Like, you have beef with us. What the fuck, man? You give us an advice. Like, just freaking the fuck out. And it's just like those type of people become internet famous because people like us laugh about them. And I, I, it just amuses me watching that like people like that actually exist. Like, it's, I still can't wrap my head around like people walk around that and that's a real person. Um, I just wanted to say that, that like, pe- like, some people fascinate me. It, it plain and simple.
1: Yeah. There are some interesting people out there, let me just tell you. Very um, interesting characters, but cartoons. But anyway, Frunky, midday podcast. I gotta say I like it nighttime better, but it is what it is. Midday podcast. Let's yeah. roll with it. Um so I'm gonna get this posted sometime this afternoon for our listeners out there. Um, but it's been real, baby, and go birds. Yeah, and go ravens, see you.
0: we